into this square room. What? 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 Excuse me, ma'am. I was supposed to do this, but okay. I mean, go ahead. It's too late. We started it. <coughs> um, Girl. you know, this week. It's been pretty good. For me, it's been pretty good. I've had a dandy week. I mean, that's great. What made you this week so good for you? I don't know, man. I've been cycling a lot. You know, I mean, just putting work on my legs and my butt, you know? But, uh, what? Nothing. I'm listening to you. But, uh, you know, other than that, I don't know. I don't know. For me, I haven't had, I've had a tame week, you know? I mean, that's good. I mean, I guess it's been relatively tame, but I mean, like, <laughs> this week has been, um, weird for me because well actually the last like two weeks or so but you know everything going on with the fallout from the tragic death of george floyd um it's like weird uh like my feelings and like the emotions that it is bringing up um this episode eugene and i decided to talk about it um as our experiences and our thoughts about everything um for those of you who may not know we're black we are both black canadians we're african canadians oh, i could i'm just a black guy it's, it's not african canadian we're, they just we are africans canadians man um, yeah, so, I mean, we have a unique perspective on this, and we're going to talk about it, um, but I definitely want to preface by saying that this may not be our usual lighthearted, I'll, stupid... I'll throw some laughs in there. I'll try. Stupid episode. Um, this is something that is serious, and, I mean, I I speak for myself when I say... Sorry, my stomach is rumbling. <laughs> um, yeah, I... I speak for myself when I say that this is something that I find to be very important and very tragic, honestly. And I don't know. I just wanted to let you guys know what this episode is. If you are easily triggered, and I know Hugh's too late. Too gonna, late, you fox. He's gonna roll his eyes because yeah, he, he too late. thinks trigger warnings are stupid. But they are. But it's too late for trigger warnings for this podcast. Well, that's true, but so. I know that a lot of people have been, um, you know, kind of at their wits end with this. So if you don't want to hear another Black Lives Matter podcast, then tune in next week or listen to one of our other 60 episodes. But this week we're going to tackle some deep, some deep stuff. I like it deep. <laughs> <sighs> All right, Hugh, let me let me hear what you, you said. You got something to say. Go ahead. I do. I don't know. That's what you said. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, man. Shit's been cray-cray. Um, I don't know. Like, seeing it, it's nothing new. Um, yeah. Which is horrible just even that it is nothing no, new. No, it's nothing new. Um, I think what made this different than the other ones is the fact that it went on for so long. Normally, it's just like a pow, done. But then this time, it's been like... Well, for those who may not know, which I, I think almost don't everybody know you're knows, stupid. but um, George Floyd uh, was killed. He was murdered by Minneapolis police. Mm. Um, he was detained because 
It was a fake. He got called. The cops were calling him because he had a fake twenty dollar bill. Well, they thought it was counterfeit, but it turned out to not be. Allegedly, oh, that's so what I heard. I don't know. But he tried to spend a twenty dollar bill. The cashier thought it was a fake. Police yeah. were called, and that is what caused this. Um, he was, you know, handcuffed and thrown on the ground, and the cop. Um, I'm not even going to say his name, but he put his knee on George Floyd's neck. So this mm-hmm. man is laying on the pavement uh, face down and he has a grown man with his knee on his neck and the weight of his body on his back and mm-hmm. like chest area. And he held his knee there for, what was it, eight minutes and 26 yeah, seconds? Like almost, I think that's, almost nine minutes. Yeah, I think that's what made it worse because it was his first a long time. So I, th- I think that's what made it the difference between this and other things is the fact that you kind of just sat because it's definitely not the first time a cop has done that which they should not it's not acceptable but it's not the first time but nine minutes this man called out for help said he couldn't breathe Mm. said you are killing me Mm. he begged and i think it wasn't uh don't quote me like another like two or three minutes after he lost consciousness, that he remained with his knee on this man's neck. Yeah, yeah, after like a certain amount of time, you're dead. He has been charged with second degree murder. It was originally third, but they bumped it up to second. He's going to be a patsy. But, um, and, and the other officers, there were three other officers um, yeah, on duty with him. Yeah, they were charged with... I think with... they're going to get let go. Hmm? I think they're going to get let go. The three other ones. I think they're going to make him two. Into a, two of them were new. One, it was, I think, his fourth day. His fourth day. Yeah, it, I wouldn't be surprised if they get let go. Um, yeah, if it's your fourth day, that's a, that guy I can understand why. But here's the thing. you, I don't understand it. I don't Pe- do People but. say that, like, you know, it's weird because we think about television. Mm. And everyone knows there's, like... It's like a running theme in like action movies and stuff that there's always dirty cops. Mm. You know what I mean? And like it makes shows more exciting and gives things a storyline. But like, why is it so socially acceptable and socially known? And like, we don't do anything about the fact that there are dirty cops. Policing should not be a job where there are dirty ones. Like, it's like when every people job say, has a dirty, uh, dirty thing. Every job is something dirty. When someone is... Especially when it's like a position of power type of job. When someone is a doctor, you can't... You know, with police and one does something bad or they're dirty, they're like, oh, well, you know, it's one bad apple. One bad apple doesn't spoil the bunch. Like, no, it's, it's just one. No, one bad apple spoil the bunch. Is, is, is the saying That's that it does? Oh, yes. whatever. That's the saying. But the, the, the point is that they're saying it's one bad apple. And like you said, it does spoil the bunch, in my opinion. It mm-hmm. does. If you had one doctor... That was just completely negligent and killing people and didn't give a shit about his job. Mm. You couldn't just be like, oh, well, it's just one bad doctor. You can't, in certain professions, you cannot afford to have one bad apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand? So yeah. it's like the fact that it's so, I don't want to say socially acceptable, but it's like everyone knows that there's dirty cops and yeah. very little is done about it. That's what I mean when I say it's socially yeah, acceptable. It's, it's not just, it's pretty much society's fault that this happened. Because, like, people know that there's been problems with um, police brutality and whatnot. No one's done anything. Uh, police stations, well, they're, they're all work with each other. So they know there's some stations that are more corrupt than others. So, you know, they all know that. The governments, they know that. The governors, they know that. The mayor, they know that. So, so it's not just a problem with just this one department. 
It's a problem with just the government running body in general. They're the mayor and all these guys, everyone that knows about. Because the thing about this officer too, he's been having complaints against him since like 2006. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, it's it's some um, it's a, and they're it, all like racially targeted complaints and, yeah. and things. Apparently, I don't know about that. He's but. killed before. He's killed unarmed black men before. I think there was one in 2011. Both why? I can't remember the circumstances yeah, off the top of my head. But the point is, yeah, I I do believe you do need context. Yeah. But the point is, f- forget any other thing that he's done in the, the fact past. that he has complaints uh, from from like consistently from like 2006. That's kind of like, oh, what the hell, guys. But like a lot of time, what will happen is that a cop can get will get fired because cops get fired all the time, but then they'll just go over to a different department, or they'll go somewhere else, and it'll just kind of be like oh, whatever. That is true. They'll yeah. leave one department and go to and the next, to and one. yeah, cops get fired all the time, you know. But well, it's not fired; it's transferred. Yeah. You still have a job. Well, well, both. You still have your pension. You still have your benefits. Yeah, they, they, You're just in a different department. Well, yeah, no, both things happen. They, they, a lot of them, they do get fired and they do get transferred. Because the thing is with me, I try to pay attention. Like, not pay attention. I tr- When it comes to these um things, I always make sure to look into it. And I purposely, I, I remember, like, I know, like, I follow a YouTuber named Donut Operator. And he's an ex-cop. And he'll, like, break down shit that happens. And he'll break down why they may do things that they may do. Like, the whole... Even him. Like, no one... Everyone... This is the one thing that's kind of nice. The positive thing about this thing. Is that everyone's kind of unified in how they feel. I haven't really heard anyone say on both... More on the conservative side that have said that this is... No one's really tried to justify it. Because the whole knee thing... You're supposed to do... Not the the knee technique thing. It's not supposed to be on the neck. It's supposed to be, like, on the body. Like, around the back area. It is a thing they do, but it's not supposed to be on the neck. Recently, a lot of uh, videos and photos have been surfacing of over the last couple of years and some as recent as a few days after George Floyd around the United States and Europe. Um, I know one in particular was in France where police officers, white police officers are putting their knees on unarmed black men's necks. So it's like they are already in handcuffs. They are already on the ground mm. and they are still using excessive an unnecessary force mm. and it's just like it's the french man you can't you can't you can't blame. well no it's it's not just there you i know, know? i just want to show the french it's fun like there is a his. you can hear my stomach yes, growling i'm me, hungry man. hungry for <laughs> justice honestly i know you're joking but like i am no, I think what's going to happen, I think he's going to be a patsy. I think they're going to make this guy a patsy. I think the other... Like, I didn't even know there was a guy that was four days on. Because I, I could just... I'm going to take the bad side here. I can't imagine... Because I imagine if the kid... If it's a, four, a rookie, four, day, four days on. Cause yeah, when you're and there a, was another one. And I don't, it wasn't as short, but it was probably a couple weeks, couple months. Rookie, I don't yeah. Know. Two rooks. Yeah, fought. two rookies. Because like when you're a rookie... Because being in the department, when you're a rookie, you pretty much just shut the fuck up and you just do whatever they say. So I, I imagine what they're... Cause, cause when you can see the video of them picking up and putting him in the car. I imagine the two rooks are probably like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the... They're probably like, don't know what the hell is going on. They probably knew they're fucked. So I imagine they will probably get let go. Listen. I imagine they'll be made as... I imagine the guy... Silence is compliance. I think at the end of the day... I, I totally understand like rankings and the fact that... You know, these guys were rookies. But at some point, you know wrong is wrong and right is right. The man lost consciousness. And for several minutes afterwards, 
This he, this cop kept his knee on his neck. Yeah. He said certain, he couldn't breathe. He said he was dying. And at the point, and that, and people are probably wondering why didn't they try like resuscitating? When you're, when you lose consciousness, there's a certain I can't remember what time, but there's certain time limits where it's just like there's no point. Like I think it's if you hit like, I think if you're out for like, ten, I can't remember how long. No, I can't remember. It's not long, but there's a certain amount of time where you're pretty much brain dead. Like, even if I do was to resuscitate you, no point. Did you hear that um, George Floyd, he was also, along with, you know, saying that he couldn't breathe and he was dying and whatever. Yeah, going for, like, his mom and whatnot. He was, he was calling out mama. Yeah, and, yeah. and his mom, like, died. Or his whatever. mom died two years prior. Yeah. And, like, oh, God, like, that just breaks my heart because it's, like... I don't know to like put myself I don't want to cry to put myself in like his shoes and like what he must have been feeling I can't I can't imagine Mm. I don't even know like maybe he saw his mom maybe he just I don't know no yeah man this yeah this piss sucks yeah it's nothing like new which is like the bad part that's yeah. nothing new um like i said i think what was the catalyst is like one you had prior things like you had the one in georgia with the two the dad and the son killing the dude and then you had another one of that i can't remember Ahmaud the aubrey yeah what was the girl's name that died Brianna Taylor. yeah with her where the where hers was just a big old fuck up because the undercover cops went to the wrong place well Brianna taylor she was killed by police yeah was march 13th cops, yeah. and they fucked up they she went. was a 26 year old er tech in louisville kentucky and the police broke through her door with a battering ram yeah they went to the wrong house it was a mistaken yeah, thing yeah, they yeah. went to the wrong place but they just sprayed gunfire into her home and they shot her eight times times yeah. and she died in her hallway and nobody has been arrested yeah, yeah that's a big they're not even supposed to do that you're supposed to inform who you are like when you do I, that. they must have thought this was an action movie or something like who does that well that's just whether they not what but they no did one has been arrested like yeah. there's no justice yeah yeah it just gets swept under the table so it makes you wonder like from a statistic point of view, this stuff has gone down from a statistic point of view, but it makes me think of like the past of how many times this stuff has happened. It has happened next- way too many times and it's always yeah. a person of color. And like right Not now, all the time, though. but the, a lot the, it- the numbers show that. In comparison, I'm not saying that white people aren't ever... This police brutality in general is bad. It happens a lot. Agreed. But just in general, it's bad. I don't want to say that it just only happens to one set. It happens to all. Right. It's just that it happens too much. And then, but huh. black people get it way worse and way more. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a lot more. It seems like it's more of like a... It's systematic racism. Even if people don't like hate black people or don't like whatever it's like it's it's those like tiny microaggressions right like when you see i showed you the video earlier of a of a white man literally swinging an axe at a cop Mm. right and the cop's like you gotta stop it stop and like if it was a black man doing that they would have shot tased done something to escalate the situation which i think if someone is swinging an axe at you you need to take action but it's just the fact that like the white man got so many additional chances because black people are seen as threats 
right off the bat with a when a white person raises their voice in a store maybe like oh i want to speak to the manager they're called a karen they're seen as you know just like annoying and entitled and whatever but if a black woman or man raises their voice and gets upset they're seen as aggressive they're seen as a threat they're seen as a problem that needs to be taken care of not like okay like we'll give you a coupon it's like you need to get out of the store ma'am or you need to get out sir you're what scaring they, people what they do it for both i was I don't, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen a situation, oh, yeah. either in person or on video, where. Where someone's screaming. And someone. And, and they've seen them as a threat when and, they're white. Yeah, I've seen that. And they I, see them as a threat? Yeah, and I know guys who do loss prevention who do that shit all the time. Yeah. It, by black or white, if you're in a store and you're screaming, you're going to get kicked out of the store. That's going to get But are they on. seen as a threat? Yeah, anyone that's screaming and causing a commotion in the store is seen as a threat. I've Listen, done security. I don't too. I don't doubt it and I don't, I don't. I'm not someone who is against um I'm not against police and I'm not against white people. I'm not against anyone who's not black, but I think it's quite ridiculous when people are saying, you know, black lives matter and people get upset that they say that and they say all lives matter. Yeah. <laughs> I find imagine you go back in the nineties and you I don't know. Never mind, never That's mind. literally what you're kinda doing right now though. What? Like I'm trying to prove a point and you're saying, Well, you know, it happens to white people too. It does, but the numbers don't lie. It happens to black people in crazy amounts. I'm not saying all lives matter. How am I saying all lives matter? <laughs> I just I'm use saying this, when we're talking about the Yeah, but I'm just talking about like when it comes to like a store, anyone I've done security, I know tons of people have done security. If I've literally worked a, retail. Yeah, I've, I've been on the other too. end of that. Same. Where'd you work? I've done. I worked at Mark's Warehouse and I worked at the gym. You know how many people I've had to. I've had. Is a gym retail? Yeah, technically. Well, I guess yeah. I've had tons of people in my face yell at me. Everyone, if you yell, you're a threat automatically, whether you're black or white. I. You know the type of threat I'm talking about. What type of threat? A group of black young men versus a group of white young men which group is going to be seen as more threatening both are threatening as fuck to me a group of teenagers is terrifying man that's the worst Eh, black ones obviously yeah no shit i know shit but like in a store situation both are looked at as bad which ones are followed around to make sure they're not stealing yeah black yeah how many people black people are turned away from stores because the store just thinks that they can't afford it. A store turned Oprah down because the people didn't know who she was and they didn't. Yeah, they, I think that happened like in France. They or didn't think she could afford it because she was black. Yeah, I'm not saying there's no racism, dude. I'm not saying you're not saying that. Okay. Yeah, shit's fucked up, but I don't know, man. Hopefully, with all this, I think it's a necessary chaos. Like I think all the shit's been happening in the past couple of years is a necessary chaos. It sucks that this shit has to happen, but it's an, I think it's necessary to wake people up. I mean, I really do hope that change comes from this. I hope that, um, you know, all of these people, their lives are not in vain. Like, even Ahmaud Aubrey, um, I think it was, like, the some, some footage. I don't remember exactly what. I don't know if it was the, the pedestrian footage or what, but... Um, it was found that like right after he was killed in cold blood while he was jogging, minding his own business by two white men that they, you know, were calling him the N word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's like it was clearly fueled by hate and racism and stereotypes and it's like why yeah I, I, I think that's what got me um last week i was just you know listening to the news and reading articles and thinking about everything and like i broke down because i'm just like why is it that like my people that people who look like me are seen as a threat i look at myself and i'm like i'm like one of the least threatening people that i know Mm. and i look at like my friends and i'm like these are such good people Mm. and it's like why are we seen as less than by society you know and it's not just white people you know a lot of asian cultures they see that you know white is right well in every culture if you're darker then you're kind of less that's every culture right but i'm saying like um not just like the the colorism within the oh yeah yeah, yeah. the way the, asian yeah, yeah yeah but i'm saying like literally a, a like asian people um and i'm talking like all all different countries in asia like they will the same stereotype like when it's around black people oh like don't do that like don't be friends with this black person they're not good they're not this they're not that like the like literally white Mm, is right mm. like aside from the colorism like lighter skin is better yes but they between black and white people other races tend to side with white people because that's like even though they're a minority as well and like when just how we're perceived in the media too so oh for sure so when your only exposure is whatever you see on tv then Oh, no, no, no. Well, that's true. But I'm also talking about, um, like, we grew up in Canada. I grew up around a lot of many different cultures. We live in Toronto. It's a very multicultural place. Mm. And I know a lot of people that were raised with, like, racist stereotypes in their household. I lucked out. All my friends are great. (laughs) I never had that problem when I was a kid. Or, like, when it came to, like, parents being racist, all the mom life friends' parents were all, like, Get in here, you little black bastard. Like, they're all cool. Yeah, no, all of my friends, um, parents and everything were good, but that's not to say that I don't know people who... Like, I mean, you, you have classmates. That doesn't mean that they're your friend. Or you do, no proje- shit. You do mm-hmm. projects with people. Like, I remember, I want to say I was in, like, 11th grade. And, um, you know, I was in, like, drama club. And the yeah this guy like we were friends we weren't super close but we were cool wink, we, wink. we had more what is not wink wink i don't know no but um we had a, a showcase mm. um and like our characters were supposed to kiss gross and he before the show gross he told me that he wanted to i don't remember what we did instead oh god i don't remember if it was like a hug or what or is like a i don't i don't remember what it was but he was like honestly like my dad is going to be here tonight and he would be really upset if I kiss a black person. Oh, wow. What was... Do you know how it feels to be like a teenager and hear someone say that to you? It's fucking great. Not really, man. I've had... No, I've had tons of shit like that when I was younger. But the thing is for me, I've had shit both ways. That's the thing. I've been... Because like, I've been had i've had shit from white people but i've also had shit from black people because yeah. you're light-skinned not because i'm light-skinned just because i didn't act black enough so for me i was mm-hmm. always in that weird i don't know what the fuck i'm supposed to act like because like for me i would have 
I've actually, and I didn't get a lot from white people. I got some from white people. I have like white people be like, I'm happy you don't act. I remember I had one chick say, I'm happy you don't act black. And I was like, what the, huh? And she's like, yeah. wait, wait, no. And she, and like, I didn't get, like, obviously I got annoyed because I know what she's trying to say, but then she's just stupid. So I didn't, yeah, I was like, you know, that's wrong. And she's like, yeah, I know, I'm sorry. And then I, I, I you know, I had that. Um, and then with black people, I'd always, they would always say, like, you're whitewashed and shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, a long time, when I, it wasn't, probably until, like, high school, I would always be like, what the fuck? I didn't know what I was supposed to do. I didn't know what things I was supposed to be into. I didn't know I was supposed to dress properly. I'd be like, do I dress in this way? Because a lot of time, I wore baggy clothes because I thought I was supposed to because I wanted to prove my blackness to other black people. You know what's so funny? I, I relate to everything you said. Growing up, I was told that I... Canada. That I spoke white. Yeah, I got that. Um, I was whitewashed, like you said. But I got or, it from black use, people. They use the term Oreo. Yeah. Oh, no. I got it from white people and black yeah, people. From, yeah. I got it from black both. people felt like it was a little more okay and more open to say. I think, like, white people say it, but, like, you know, they say it in, like, little slick ways. Whereas black people will, be like, will just straight up be like, oh, you're whitewashed. Oh, you're an Oreo. Oh, you're this. You're that. And, like. But for me, like, when I had white people, I can't remember how they would say it. Like, if I sometimes, they wouldn't, I forgot how they would say it. I can't remember what I was saying. Yeah. yeah I don't remember. Well, no, what I was saying was that, you know, for the longest time, like, I would be told these things, but I would be praised for it. Like, oh, the way you talk is a good thing. Like, I've been told that on the phone, like, people can't tell my ethnicity all of the time. Mm. Because, you know, sometimes I can, I can get ratchet and I can talk whatever, but I naturally I have a bit of a vocal fry and, like, I may talk a certain way and... And people are like, oh, like that makes you be perceived as white, which is a good thing. I was straight up told by a white woman that over the phone in particular, that mm. is an asset for me and I should really lean into that. Mm. Um, you know, and being told that I'm whitewashed by black people and like being told that that's a good thing, mm. it confuses you as a kid because you're just like, I'm just being myself. I'm not trying to be white. I'm not trying to be stereotypically black. Yeah, I'm not I trying to like be stereotypically white. Because I'm, my friend, I don't say his name, but he might have posed that he, like, where, like, I related, because he was, like, my friend, he, he was the exact same as us. He was the whitewashed uh, uh, black kid. So, like, when he made a post about that, and I was like, I totally relate. To what you're saying there, sir. Yes, I saw his post on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was really nice. Yeah, and I, was like, I was like, me. I, the only thing the only things that differed was that he is I think the same thing you said. Did you, when you got told that you were whitewashed, did you see it as a good thing? Because that was the only thing I differed from. Like when because he because I think what he said in his post that he saw it as a positive thing. I did. For me, I, I was, never. I hated it. I was it. praised for it, so you I assume that. You're no. not praised for negative things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, this is a good thing about me. Like, I'm black, but I'm not too black, so yeah. that's good. Or I don't act too Dude, black, that so difference. that's a good thing. Yeah, for me, it was different because I didn't... When when I got called whitewash from white people, and they would say that it's a good thing, I, I had that. I didn't like that because I was like, well, I'm not white. What the fuck? Don't call me white. I'm not white. Because, like, you know, because like, also being white... It's always looked up as like when you're like you're white. It's like you're lame, you know. Sorry, white people, you're not looked at as cool all the time, even you know. But, but like, they're looked at as desirable. They're looked at as just better overall. They're not looked at as criminals. They're not looked at as ghetto or ratchet. You know, you, you know how trash. you mentioned um, <laughs> that's their ghetto. You mentioned like wanting to wear baggy clothes to fit in to prove your blackness, and yeah. for me, it was the opposite. Yeah, I, I remember like looking at girls who would wear like 
the the like bright colored skinny jeans and like I saw that as something like skinny jeans? yeah when like, what year was this I don't know maybe like oh ten two thousand oh seven I don't know that was a thing yeah anyways Eugene for it's not about figuring out fashion trends. <laughs> It was a trend, and it looked good. It really did. That was a white. That was a white thing. No, a black thing. Oh. Well, it, well, you know what? That's the thing. It wasn't, but I saw it as a black thing. Yeah, yeah. Right, like I. No would, baby fat. You I would go. Fat. I would go to Scarborough, and. <laughs> Wait, I would go to Scarborough. What? <laughs> I don't know. No, but like going to Scarborough because I. I mean, I didn't live in Scarborough at this time that I'm I like made referring the journey to, to Scarborough. No, but seeing, you know, schools that were perceived as a little more... West Hill. Ghetto. Waste Hill. No, that's not even the one I'm thinking about. Uh, I'm not even thinking about Pope. one particular school. No. St. John Paul. Mother even, Teresa. I don't even know what that is. Can you, please, <laughs> Hugh, like, let me get my point across, please. Seeing girls who acted typically black, stereotypically black, there I should go. say. Well, I was doing little air quotes, but I realized that people can't see me. Can't see my fingers. <laughs> um... That acted stereotypically black and dressed a certain way. Mm. I was like, I don't want to be associated with that. I remember my mom got me a couple pairs of pants. And like one was like a really nice green. And one was like red. Like a nice true bright red. What's that? Pants. What's true? I don't know. Think like a fucking stop sign red. Like just like a true red. That's a true red? That's the color I think of when I think of. the real red. When I think of red, like just a basic red, that's what I think of. Anyways, that's not. Hugh, it's not the point, please. Because my point is important. I was like I I loved the idea of it and mm. like those pants they I you know I'm the queen of like keeping tags on stuff but like those had the tags on it until I couldn't even fit them anymore Why? and then I threw them out because I was so afraid to wear them mm. to be perceived I, I didn't want to be seen as ghetto mm. and I thought if I wore that I would be looked at as ghetto mm. and I wanted to they were nice pants and like I liked the style but mm. like I didn't want to do that mm. even even like wearing like wigs and weaves and like doing different colors with my hair i was super scared to do that and i actually still am the only time i ever changed my hair color was once and that was for a pride festival because like pride anything goes and that's the thing i liked the way it looked but like on a regular day i would be afraid to walk down my street wearing purple hair because I don't want to get looks like mm. oh there goes another one another mm. ratchet black girl for me what my kind of like revelation was was that like um because yeah because yeah for me the difference was is that like I would wear the baggy clothes because I wanted to receive the perceive what the fuck you know what I'm trying to say perceived there you go I wanted to perceived as black so I'd wear the baggy clothes and I liked them I did like them I thought they were cool and shit but like I always think to myself if I followed my what I wanted to do the shit that I want to do I'd be a skater kid much earlier. I would have been doing that shit a lot earlier. But, like, for me, my revelation was... Because as I got older, my I didn't really hear the whole... You're whitewashed from white people. I would mostly hear from black people as I got older. And then... Because that, that shit was more like middle school. Where I would get that a lot. From, I guess, the white side. But then high school, I would get more from the black people. And I remember this one day... I think I've said it on here... I remember this one guy, he would always say I'm white, washed and all that shit, you're not black. 
And I'd be like, all right, since you're the black master, teach me your ways. Like, tell me how to be black. And he knew what I meant because he was a fucking ghetto ass kid. Right. So he knew what I meant when I said that. How do I be black? Show me the be the ways of being black. I want to act like you. See, and he knew what I was doing. And that through that day, I was like, being black is being you. There's no way to act black. Just be yourself. Like that's why I'm like that's why Charles Gambino was my favorite rapper for the longest time because he was that because that was the one rapper I felt like I could relate most to because he was the whitewashed black kid. He was into the typical nerdy shit, white shit. So like. I don't know, like, if you're one of those kids, probably no kids listening to this, but if you're just one of these people, you don't know what the fuck to do, just be yourself. You know, just just don't worry. Like, can, You know what, that's easier said than done, though, because shit. growing yeah. up, like, it's easier as said much than as you, you want to be yourself, you, it's... Like the people around you and how you're perceived is a is a huge influence. Can, this in what, your decisions. What I would say is just worry about what you can control. You can't control what people think. People are gonna think about you no matter. Even if you like fucking wash their feet every day, they can still think you're a cunt, and you will never know. Well, that's the thing. So like, no matter how I tried to like, you know, I don't want to say control my image, but you know, like I said about like not dressing too black mm. or whatever. Um, there was one time when a couple friends of mine and I were in the mall, the mall like in our like town, and I was gonna be like, "We guys at STC because that doesn't sound great." No, no, we weren't. Um, we were at the mall. Either. We were at the mall in our town, and um, we were in the food court. We were hanging out, laughing, talking, whatever. Mm. Beside us. There was a table with two other teenagers, a boy and a girl, white. And then behind us was a table with a man and a woman. I would say maybe like at least 40s. Mm. Um, and they were Ethiopian. So the white, the two white teenagers start throwing fries at the Ethiopian people. They'll like throw a couple of fries and then laugh and then like stop and cut, you know, as they're looking around trying to figure out where it comes from. They do this a couple of times. And then the Ethiopian lady turns around and starts cussing at me and my friends. Mm. You're throwing fries at me and blah, blah, blah. And like, keep in mind, these white kids are right beside us and they're clearly visibly like laughing and snickering. But like she turned to us and like. Yeah, but they could. They, but then she doesn't. But that doesn't mean that that one with them laughing doesn't automatically mean they're doing They could be laughing at the fact seeing you throwing it. She, they, they could. But what yeah. I'm saying is if you look at the situation, yeah. they looked more guilty than us hands down uh, we were talking and minding our own business and they were looking over looking over their shoulders and like throwing like you know what i mean like they where were, were you guys, where were you guys sitting? they had the container on their table where were you guys sitting we were adjacent to them what do you mean like they're right beside you yeah and then where were the white kids oh to to the couple so imagine like i'm here yeah. and then to my right yeah. is the the white kids yeah. and then the table in front of me so behind my friends yeah. would be the ethiopian couple oh they're they're behind you or they're in front of you well in front of me but behind our table because you know you sit on either yeah. sides of the table so i had friends in front well, of me a friend beside yeah, me that, i would assume I, I, okay continue Eugene, i'm telling i'm setting up the situation okay. take my word yeah for that's what it. i said continue. The, the 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 we had no food on our table oh, okay the two kids they had the fry container oh, okay so but i would imagine that they're just they're just they're automatically going to assume it's the people behind me that are throwing shit at why me. If because it's coming at an angle, why would I assume? But where is it hitting them? 
I don't recall where. That's the thing. I wasn't looking. I don't uh, know where it hit them. I don't know, I don't know the if, table if it hit them. Hugh, my point is yeah. that she straight up assumed that the black kids, and I think there was an, an Asian girl with us too, but there were it was three three black girls mm-hmm. and one or two others. <laughs> like I think there was maybe I, I can't remember if my white friend was there, but definitely the Asian girl. So there was at least four of us, but just feeling and like to to be like yelled at in the middle of a food court for doing something that I didn't do she didn't ask like hey did you guys throw that it was nothing it was an instant like it was you I know it was you and like in that moment I remember st- that was the first time I've ever stood up for myself like publicly and I was like you don't know what you're talking about I'm like clearly we have no food here what where would we get fries to throw at you mm. and she kind of quickly realized and you know, she didn't apologize. She just kind of scurried off and then they left yeah, the food realized, court. Yeah, because realized like, oh shit, I chose, I have those wrong people. But like. That's what I imagine went through her. She's like, oh shit, wrong guys. I don't know, but like she, she was about my color too. You know what I mean? And like, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Like the stereotypes have just been so ingrained into but I don't, society. I wouldn't think that's more of a race thing. Like if, I don't know. I, like she, if you're, if I don't know, I would I. That's just my thought. I don't know. I wouldn't think that was a race thing, but that's just me. I would think that's like if there's kids directly behind me and they're, they've been laughing and whatnot, and I'm constantly being hit by stuff, and they're all at the same time laughing as a group. I would, if I'm an old cranky old person, I'm gonna directly assume it's the people right behind me, not the people to the right. But that's just my thought process. That's, that's fair. Just me. And that may have been hers as well. And then, like, and when then she realized when you stood up to yourself, and then she probably realized, oh, there's nothing on the table. Her ego was probably fucked because she's like, oh shit, it was wrong. It wasn't them, and then just walked off. That's my thought process, at least. It it very well might have been her thought process, but what that <gasps> does Excuse to me. you as a child, as a kid, to to feel like you yeah, were being, being targeted. Humiliated. Yeah, yeah. It's public humiliation, of course. Right, and like that stays with you like that feeling of like oh like people think this way because i look this way whether if you want to give her the benefit of the doubt like sure and like Mm. she said a lot of nasty things too it wasn't just like oh did you throw fries like it was a lot of it was a lot of nasty like racial stuff like i don't want to yeah yeah (laughs) okay all right, go on. Yeah, like I, I'm telling you, she thought it because of what we were, mm. and that's the thing. Like, I don't know, I don't know. Like, it's like, I don't know. I surround myself with a lot of different groups of people. Races. Yeah, hmm. like different races and different ethnicities. Um, I always have. I mean, I guess that's part of growing up in Toronto. Like, I'm, I'm sure you have as well, right? Like, your yeah, friends yeah, are yeah. all different. My main group is just brown now, but like throughout my when I was growing up, it was my my group originally. Cause my group's been the same since like fucking grade one, but like for the most part, well, there's only two of us left now from grade one. But like when I was younger, man, my group was like I was the black kid because there was like two black kids in my area. I'm exaggerating. There's a little bit more, but it was like it was like black me. I was a black kid, and there's at the time there was another black dude, and then there was like a half white, half Guyanese kid, a Guyanese kid, Indian kid. Whatever. Okay, yeah, the the details Asians. aren't important, Hugh. Yeah, well, but, I, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I whites. A few years ago, 
um, you know, we, a group of my friends and I, a, a group that I am the only black person in, but we are all minorities. Um, we were joking. Um, a reference was made by one person to another um, mm. in regards to the movie The Help. What's The Help? It's oh, a, that made movie? I've never seen it. Right, yeah. No, I actually haven't seen it either. Um, Is the one where you're supposed to like, shit in the food or something? Right, so that was the reference. The reference wasn't about the maids or black or white. The reference was, oh, well, if you keep that up, I'm going to bake shit into a pie and give it to you. Like, it was like a lighthearted, like, oh, ha, 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 like you're roasting your friend. Did they say that to you? No, no, no. They not, said it in general? No, said it to another friend, uh, right? Um... And, you know, it was it was said in a way that was not racist. It was, you know, it was fine. But then another friend decided to chime in on that joke and be like, ha, 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 yeah, Jonelle, that's you. You're the help. And, like, she doesn't know. Like, this was a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know. No one's ever said anything like that to my face and like mm-hmm. that hurt so bad no no uh, for me it's different because like i've had racist shit i don't know because i guess this is the way i grew up because me and my friends we all like my the reason why my humor is so fucked up you could tell my friend group we all shit on each other and we all we like my friend's palestinian you can already think of all the things i'll make jokes about him he so for me it's like different like like if someone it depends on the person throws a racial joke at me, I'll normally right back. That's not my style. That, I'm not going to make a different. racial joke towards someone. Yeah. And this friend has already said that, you know, her father oh, was yeah, racist. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's different. <laughs> That's coming from a different place. And, like, she did say it as a joke. I'm not going to yeah, act yeah, like yeah, she yeah. was, like, roasting me or, like, trying to cuss me out or anything like that. But it's like, what makes you feel like it's okay, the, the one black person in your group... To call them the help, to call them a maid, a slave. Mm. Like, what makes you feel like that's okay? And like, I just felt so humiliated. Like, I I couldn't speak up. Like, I, mm. I just, you know. Mm. Uh, yeah. And she actually said it twice, at like two two different occasions. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh. I know, because uh, that's the thing. It's it's hard because like I don't think she had bad intentions, but like. Yeah. It was in such poor taste and it was so insensitive. Yeah. This is, I told you the story, like, she's the same one who the other day, like, I heard her say the N-word for the first time and I'm like, I'm not surprised. She was drunk and I was like... The truth comes out when you're drunk. For real. But, like, it makes it makes you feel so isolated. Yeah. And, like, the fact that, like, she made that type of joke and not one other person was like, mm, that's not cool. Mm. Everyone else just kind of either laughed along or didn't say anything. Yeah, well, yeah. In those moments, man, you gotta... Silence is compliance. You you gotta stand up for yourself at times, even if it's not comfortable, you know? Because you gotta... I wish I did. I wish I did, but, like, I didn't. I couldn't. Yeah, no, you're When you're embarrassed and when you're humiliated, you don't want to attract more attention to yourself. So you just, like, you shut up and hope that the moment will pass. Yeah. Doesn't mean I was okay with it. Yeah, no shit, yeah. You know? But, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Like, I have have another, like, I guess, like, racist moment I've had in my life, I guess. I remember the... Stop fiddling with the mic, I can't stop. Okay. Um, If you guys ever hear, like, a bumbling noise in the background, like a truck going down the road, it's Eugene moving the whole mic, the whole mic stand, the cords. Yeah, it's hard for me to sit still. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, like I remember like one time at Yorkdale, I was going for an interview for Yorkdale is a mall for those of you who don't live in Toronto. It's the cesspool of hell. It's like Tumblr. It's just a shithole. It's just not. tell your story. Um, which one call it? I remember. Yeah, I was going for an interview for H and M because I was unemployed at the time, and I remember I stole a lady's parking spot. Oh, I thought you. <laughs> what? I don't know. You're like I stole a lady's. P- Pussy? <laughs> no, they're gonna say a purse, and I'm like, how? How are you gonna <laughs> like just live up to that black stereotype? It's gotta, it's gotta live up to that stereotype, guys. It's gonna make us look worse. Yeah, than we I was like, do. Eugene. I went to Yorktown. I stole a lady's purse. Let's just say I'm glad you said parking lot. <laughs> yeah, I thought you thought I was gonna steal, say pussy or something. Not I stole her pussy in the parking. No. No, I just got called a nigger for taking. <laughs> the first time I ever got called, it wasn't a white person. It was a. Uh, I'm, I don't know. She was brown or Mexican or something. I don't know. There's no Mexicans here. Um, of course there are. There's like two. Um, Does it make it okay, though? I have no shit. Yeah. I, I remember I was just like, what? <laughs> I was like shocked. I was like, because I've never had someone call me a N-word before. I'll, you know, I don't want you guys to be all scared of hearing the N-word. Um, yeah, I remember like, yeah, I remember like, I, oh, I'll remember because I was like, I clearly knew she was going to take the parking spot. She was obviously waiting for it. So you were being an asshole. Oh, I was being a total cunt. I was like, time to my time. And I slipped right in. <laughs> She's like, fight me, you bitch, you goddamn nigger. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, shocked. I laughed because my my mind it always goes to find the funny. That's just how my mind goes. Even in like the most worst situation, my mind's like, let's find some funny. And I always... For me, my in my my thought process always is that the word is only as strong as you let it be. And to me, in my head, I was like, well, I did steal our parking spot. And that's some nigga shit. But that, that's instantly what my head said. Mm. Just making a joke to myself. And, and yeah, and for never... me, it didn't really. Hurt. It, 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 I was it was more shock because I didn't expect it. Right. And I was just kind of like, well, that happened. <laughs> I've never been called that to my face. More than once I've been called. Um, if someone has called me that, it's been, like, not to my knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know. It, it reminds me of, I can't remember this woman's name, but the video. You referenced it earlier with me and my dog. The one who, um, the guy, she had her dog off leash in an off leash area. Yeah, so yeah. he was recording her and yeah. saying, can you please put your dog on a leash? Yeah, she was like, you are harassing me. Um, blah, blah, blah. And she called the police on him yeah. and was like, a, a African-American man is yeah, threatening me and my dog. Because she knew. Right. Right. And there was another one. Um, a woman didn't want to pay her cab fare she had a whole fight did you see that video no okay she had a a argument with um the cab driver so uh, it was a black man he walked across the road because he thought she needed help but when he got there he realized that she was the one in the wrong Mm. and the cab driver was like just pay me my fare pay me my fare and she had the cash she just didn't want to give it to him for whatever reason i don't know what the reason was um because the video you know the videos from the from the guy who walked over his perspective Mm. But he's just like, oh, well, you know, you're in the wrong. You got to pay him his money, pay him his money. And she's just like, you know, F you, blah, 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 throwing out slurs. And then she straight up starts yelling rape. And these men are not touching her. Believe all women. <laughs> you know, and it's just like using your privilege to target someone. But like the woman saying, oh, it's an African-American man and yeah, he's yeah, he's knows. threatening me and yeah, he's, she knows and doing. and this black man raped me or he touched me or he's trying to rape me. It's, it's like 
why listen mm. there's plenty of ways to be an asshole without being a racist asshole you know what i mean yeah, you gotta you gotta maximize your assholeness man what about what about uh police interactions how, how as a african as a canadian black person how has your police interactions been what's your experience with that um let's say have you had both good bad or good bad bad good my interactions with the police because that's the one thing i can't relate to with uh, americans one thing I will say is, and and like I said it earlier, but I don't hate the police. Mm. Um, for those of you listening, my father was a police officer, Toronto police for over 40 years. Right now, one of my good friends is pursuing becoming a, a police officer. I in no way dislike police. My experience with police, like stops and all my that. personal experience has been decent. Um, I, I don't, I can't think of any situation where I've been harassed. Um, but I know one situation where I was. What happened? Um, well, I don't want to, I don't want to get into it because it involves disclosing a lot of personal information, but basically I was with someone at a mall and they were doing something that they weren't supposed to do. And they pulled both of us aside. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a Walmart. Um, they they searched me. They realized I didn't take anything. Mm-hmm. They searched the other person. They had a couple things, nothing of high value, but mm-hmm. whatever. Um, they were like, okay, both of you wait. Uh, we're you know for the police to come. So we waited for a little bit. Um, and then the police showed up, and. The only reason that I... Well, I don't know. Like, I didn't do anything wrong. Mm. So I don't know if I would have been charged or not. But what I was told was that I was being let go because the cop recognized me because of my father. Mm. So I had, like, a favor done because this cop recognized me and was like, you oh... Probably you probably recognized know. the name. No, not my name. He recognized me. I oh. had an inter- encounter with this cop while i was with my dad Uh, and my dad you know you know cops are all buddy buddy so mm. he was like you know so he knows me as Mm. officer wilson's daughter Mm. and um he was like oh you know i remember you do you remember me and like i didn't even remember him because it was like a couple years and i was like like, yeah man but and no but then he reminded me of of the encounter and i was like oh yeah he was like yeah you know i saw your name and i remember like you said he saw my name and he was like oh yeah i remember you and your father and whatever so you know like like go ahead and just be careful of the company you keep and blah 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 and and that was that like who knows if like how it would have turned out if um if you know my dad wasn't a cop and like that's who 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 caught you security or just employees it was Walmart. So I it was lost prevention. I went to. I guess that's what. Were it was. they in plain clothes? Yes. They were lost. Prevention. Yeah. So I I had a couple things. I think I was just buying. It was like a superstore Walmart. So I was like yeah. buying some food and stuff. And then I went to the cash, bought my stuff, and I was walking up. But I was with someone else, and they had picked. They 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 were just with me. Yeah. So I guess they had picked up a couple things. Yeah. So as we were walking out. We hear, oh, excuse me, uh, can you come with us? And, and then I was they like, realize you're good, and then that guy was the person was bad, right? But we were together, so it looked like it was planned because they they actually asked me to open my wallet and how much cash I had, and they're like, oh, like if you had cash on you, why didn't you pay for this person's stuff? Hmm. And I was like, I didn't know, hmm. but they're like, 
when we see two people come in together we don't know. and that's the thing i don't know if your mom ever told you this my whole life my mom always said be careful of the company you keep because if one person is stealing and you're and they're caught they're gonna assume oh. that you guys are all together oh yeah no my, and, and that's not even a race thing no, that's my just friend, like anybody you know my friend group we've they've done so much stupid shit and, and for me it's just like gut instinct like i don't want to be a part of that so it always dis- disappear no literally i remember one time it was that same walmart as well it was a di- different group of people it was like me and maybe like two or three other people but one guy started to steal like pokemon cards or whatever and i was Trying like charizard and i was like absolutely not i don't want any part of this i don't approve of this no seriously i'm yeah. like you're with me yeah, i don't yeah, yeah. do that shit on your own time yeah. don't walk with me and do that type of stuff my mm-hmm. mom had instilled it in me even like the whole like you know kids just go to the mall to hang out yeah. she's like if you don't have money and you're not browsing for anything in particular why are you going to the mall you have no yeah. money to spend you're not looking for anything yeah. even if you wanted to you couldn't so going and hanging out and like just facilitating that like you know stereotype of like black kids lurking around and even if even even if i'm with other kids it's like it just looks like yeah, you're yeah, trying yeah. to steal a group of teenagers never looks good right exactly <laughs> okay, so whether my it be mom black always... white asian girl boy trans whatever you have a group of kids it's terrifying exactly and to this day i've never um just gone to the mall just because just to hang now, out i've never gone to the mall just to hang out the, the only mall i had was scarborough town center i'm not trying to hang out there the only time i've remotely done yeah. that is when i once was going to a movie and then we ended up catching a later movie so i had like an hour and a half to kill so yeah, just yeah, yeah, done walk that. around and browse but like or i'll shop with a person and just be like here choose that you Wow. Right, but you're going with someone yeah, for a purpose. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even though you're not buying anything, you're with I that person for a reason. I've just never just gone just to No, I've never gone. Well, wow, I want to go. My police with no money and no intention. No, like I at least if, if you're money. Like, if you're like, oh yeah, yeah, I want to go shopping. You go with money because the idea is that you want to pick something up. No. If you have no money and you're going into all these stores, it looks suspicious. It does. And as a black person, like. You don't want to be like. Have you, have you ever felt like weird when you walk into a store and you don't see anything, so you walk out? I always feel like low key, yeah. like I'm surprised that you don't feel that way. No, because my my head is like I didn't do anything wrong, so no, I shouldn't feel weird. I I know it's like you don't do anything wrong, but in the back of your head, you're like, oh god, it looks bad. Like I just walked into the store and uh, then walked out. Looks I like don't I grab something. To me, my mind doesn't go there just because in my head it's just like same thing. Like yeah, like in my head it's just like I'll walk into a store and I'm like, oh, nothing's here. I'll feel I'll feel more weird. I'll feel for me. I'll just feel bad. Like man, I, should, I feel like I should buy something. I, that's my, where my head goes. But like if I go into a store and like walk out, I don't worry about like oh no, they might think I, oh, my, I'm just like hmm. I, my anxiety more comes from I should have bought something. That's where my head goes. This doesn't go to like I feel weird. I just, I don't know. My head is like I, if I didn't do anything wrong, I know I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't act suspicious in any way. That. I have my cases cold fold and there's proof with cameras. That's just my and that just goes through my True. In my head I'm like, thank God for cameras. Normally, if you're actually stealing, you don't like the idea that cameras are there, but when you know that you're innocent and like thank you God. You know there this, is no cameras and I know there's has, no cameras. Same thing. No, because if there are no cameras and someone suspects me of something, then I don't ever wanna you know Have I been I know that I've I've been in a situation where I was suspected of doing something and I can't remember. I know I've had a situation where like that where I was suspected of doing something, but I didn't do it, and I was kind of just and I I can't remember what it was exactly. But I I I what I remember is just being don't I I remember just being calm, just being like yeah yeah, I just answer whatever they ask. It was hundred percent calm. And they're like okay, you're free to go. Okay, I didn't really 
I, if I was being like, oh, <laughs> then I feel like I'd make myself look bad. But everyone like, handles situations mm-hmm. differently. But like for me, when it comes to police, same thing. Fine. I've never had. I've had a lot of encounters with police. I've even gone up to police cars. Like actually, like last week, I went up to a police car at nighttime, which is like how most cops. This is the most dangerous thing for cops. Is just a random person going up to them to their window. Because to do what? What were you doing? I was walking my dog, and they're just shining lights into like this like park, and I was like. Hey, hey, what's going on? Like, is there any coyote? I was wondering, I was worried because it just been coyotes. I've been spotting coyotes more. And there was a bear spotting in Oshawa. So, you know. Um, and I was like, is there anything in there that I should worry about? And they're like, no, no, no. There's just like, we're looking for a guy with a bloody nose. And I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I'm like, that should be something I should worry about. And then he was just like, in the park I always go to, he was trying to license the cars. I just said, come early and you can catch people. And just like, we're just like, shared a laugh. And then the other time, was uh i just i don't think all cops are bad no no not at all and then like my other though i would say my only bad racist interaction was when i was younger i think this was going to grade 10 so i was probably 15 and then me and my friend this was after summer school i can't remember what school we're at but um we're just sitting on top of portables we're just bored so we just climbed up on top of portables um, so we actually almost had to call the police to be funny because if you know if you ever see portables like the ones that are beside each other there's like they cut in the, between the spaces beside each other they put planks so for some dumb reason we just decided to go in between the middle even though there's no way to get back up and he somehow got back up and I was stuck for like a good 20 minutes trying to get up because I'm short and then it ended up parkour I don't know but like I remember when I the cops came they're asking hey you guys vandalizing we're like no and they're like walked around just to see the portables and stuff and then they asked for his name they asked for my name they asked me if I had a street name and at the time I was like, yeah, I was that same thing. At the time I was like, Hugh, because I didn't know. You like give him like the name of your street, like your address. No, I was confused <laughs> when he asked me. Main was, Street. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck's a street name? So I was like, mm. I can't. Remember. I think Did I. Did he s- ask the other kid for a street? No, name? he was a white guy. He didn't ask him for a street name. Interesting. So that was like the first. And when I remember looking back, and I was like, he asked me for a street. And I gave him Hugh. Was I, I, I pretty much, I, I was like, why did he ask me a street name? The street name is Hugh. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. And he looked when I said that he was like. Okay, and then they just left because he was confused. But uh, I don't. Yeah, that was that would be my only because I can think of so many encounters where because I've had a like Tamara Rice. The is it Tamara Rice? The kid, the twelve year old that got shot in the park. Was it Tamara Rice? I'm not sure. I've had a close situation like that. Pretty much the exact same situation like that. Um, where you were almost shot? Yeah, that. I think that makes me like sad. Um, where me and my friends were like walking around because my friend used to have BB, my friend used to have BB guns all the time, so we're like walking around the area with like BB guns because we're stupid and shit. And then like someone called the cops on us, obviously. And then um, the cops were just like, "No, nothing happened. Nothing bad happened." Like the cops were just like, "Hey, we put the BB guns back to like limbs." Nah, dang, I incriminated you. Right, we put <laughs> the guns back. And then we're just like walking around the area more, and then we obviously we fit the description of what whoever called the cops on us. Um, yeah, and then they just pulled us over, and we're like, "Were you guys rocking around with B guns?" We're like, "Yeah." They're like, what the fuck? Why would you do that? We could have shot you guys. And we're just like, "Sorry," and that's it. But like that one, when I, I remember when Tamara Rice happened, I was like, "Oh fuck!" If I was like, if I was like, if the, maybe if I was in the states, I don't fucking know. I would have been dead now, because he was doing the exact same thing. He was just playing with a BB gun in the park. And then he got shot. And I had the exact same thing. Those three of us, black, half white, half Arab, brown kid, you know, but like, same shit could have happened. 
this was like what grade was I? I was like fourteen when this happened too. But like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like when I, I can't. I, like I know guys. I have friends who I've talked to who have had negative, like uh, experience with police. Not to the level of like what an American could describe that lives in New York. Like we don't compare. I think the only people that could compare to like Americans are maybe like Native Americans, not Native Americans, Native Canadians, and like here and then and at um reservations because. I always hear bad things about their interaction with police. I always hear it's always really bad. Mm -hmm. So I feel like natives here are probably the ones that can relate to most, can relate to black people the most in America. I can't speak obviously for all black people here. Cause I, I, yeah, I don't know. Like all, cause I I can think of some, like my friends have told me about their situation and I'll think about it and be like, well, you can kind of put that on yourself. But then some of them I can be like, okay, that's bad. But I don't know. Because when you look at the studies, too, when it comes to, like, police brutality and police shooting, and you look at it because Canada compared to the States, not even close. Not even fucking close. Not even close. Like, brutal, like excessive, like, not even close. So I don't know if it's, I think it's just training. And the training, like, the train, like, I, and I even think our training for police is a joke. Like, anyone that knows people that... I think it was in, was it Florida? Or California, California, mm. um, training for to become a certified barber requires more hours. Oh, than yeah. certification for, for a police for officer. police back in the day. Like when I, because I used to want to become a cop. I'm still in the like mix between it, but like they would tell me and it's the same thing like with firefighting too. It's like back in the day, like you're like you just go to the depot and be like, hey, I want to do this. Or like with policing, you had to meet like a if you're a certain height and a certain weight, you got it. That was it, and like when I look at police foundations too, this is to be the you don't need to become a genius to become a cop, and I feel like with policing there should be obviously a higher prerequisite. I think military should be a prerequisite to become a cop. I think psychology should be, become a prerequisite. Like you don't need a lot. You just need grade ten. I I probably raised it. I imagine, but from I remember when I was younger, I checked. I think you just need grade. I think you just need a high school. And that was it. This is graduate. You didn't need college. Obviously, you're not going to get in if you don't have college. But, like, when I think of, like, their testing and stuff, especially, like, the physical testing, too, that shit, too. Their physical test is a fucking joke. Because I've done pretty much every government test. I've done the firefighting, forest firefighting, military, and I've done the police. The police one is, like, most people on the street could do it. You don't need to, like, you don't need to prepare for it. So I just feel like police training in general just needs to be, like, like, I think you, like, I think every, like, I, I, like, Andrew Yang said this. He thinks every cop should have a purple belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And I think that's true. I think you should have to know how to do um, grappling as a cop. You should know how to do martial arts. You should have a background, at least, in basic training in military. Because the way they can psychologically prepare you for, like, dealing with this high stress situations. And I feel like they should know how to, they should have a psychology background. Because obviously it's psychology. You need to understand the person's mind, right? So, I don't know. I think with policing, the, the training is just a joke. It need it needs to be increased. And, they, you know, it just needs to be longer. Because in Norway, to become a cop takes like three years. Well, here, I think it's probably about a year. And you see, I don't know. I, I, like, like, I was talking to my friend, and he's like, in this Peace Foundations class, he's like, these are the fucking people that, are, that want to become cops. And you see the people, and you're just like, these are the fucks? These dumb fucks want to become, like, these are the guys you're going to see 
patrolling the fucking streets. These are the guys you're gonna have to uh, you're gonna worry about dealing with high situations where they can barely fucking climb up a set of stairs that they don't or they can't handle certain shit. So it just needs to be raised up a bar to me. Yeah. Um as far as uh personal experiences go, um yeah, for, for me yeah, yeah. I'm someone who you know, I've dated like different ethnicities. I've dated black people, I've dated white people, I've dated um brown people. Um Rainbow. But not really. <laughs> but okay. Um No, but my experience and like I've I've dated I've dated more than one white person, so my this experience is uh only pertains to one. But you know, you and I talked about this the other day and I told you how upsetting it was for me um to see my ex posting a lot of things um I don't know how to say this. He wasn't posting things um that were racist, but he was posting things that were anti Black Lives Matter. Mm. Um you know, when In people uh, was he just being critical of the movement, or was he just being because critical think anything, and a bit of a troll? Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with being critical of the movement. I think it's good to be critical. I of don't it. think anything is wrong with being critical when you have facts. And um, he has a lot of facts. He's a smart guy, um, <laughs> but it's just like saying things to get reactions out of people and i mean that's how he is like that's his personality like he would always do that Mm. um before this that's why i know like i don't believe that he's racist or anything but like when i told you it was a picture that um uh marlon wayans posted and uh it was a collage of photos of people doing the george floyd challenge white people doing the george floyd challenge i saw that i was like that's so fucked what that is if you guys don't know is pretty obvious having a uh your friend on the ground and you putting their knee on their neck and taking a photo smiling you know and they call it the george floyd challenge and it was in such poor taste um and under that him and a bunch of other people like he was commenting things that were um basically defending the actions of the people in those photos and defending the photos and saying that you know well riots are worse than pictures so if you're rioting it's it's like yes i understand that riots are technically worse but like in no way should you be defending those actions it's kind of hard to defend right but he was (laughs) but he was so it's like to know that that's someone that i was so close with and like in a relationship with and really opened up to I don't know. Like, it's it's quite disgusting have you had, to me. Have you ever had racist stuff in your relationship? Relationships in the past? He was never... No, no. Not with this one person, just in general. No. Oh, no. I, I have. No. Um. He... But this... Uh, Dude. Huh? This one individual. Yeah. He... We... we He was never racist, but he just didn't quite get it you know um we had had conversations about um white privilege Mm. and he believes that white privilege does not exist Mm. he doesn't think that black people you know have a have a harder time getting jobs getting good mortgage rates um you know he, he he doesn't understand that um he feels like he doesn't have white privilege because he 
grew up not poor, but you know, his family people, struggled. I and, can understand why people have that thought problem. Right. And I, I tried process. to explain to him that white privilege is not, you know, you're white, so your life is great. You have nothing to worry about. You have lots of money and you're happy all the time. Yeah. I tried to explain that's not what white privilege is. White privilege is not being pulled over by police because you are driving a car that looks a little too nice for someone your skin color or being followed because you know you're looking suspicious in a store or being you know shown houses in a certain area because people don't like your real estate agent doesn't think you can afford a certain area or the neighbors don't want you in that area because of your color or the banks don't even want to give you a loan because they don't think that you can pay it back and if they do they give you a high you know, high interest rate. That doesn't make sense because wouldn't that just make it harder for you to? Well, I guess you want more. Right, and that's but that's the thing. It makes it harder yeah. for Black people to pay these things and makes them more likely to default. I always wonder because the Black family unit was so much stronger back when shit was more racist, and I always, I never. That always confuses me. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. I just want to finish my oh, okay, my sorry, thought. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, you, you are correct in that statement. Um, you know, he didn't understand that, like, if there was a black man who had the exact same resume as him, the exact same, you know, qualifications, but had a black sounding name, that his resume would be picked over the, the black guy. I can argue. It depends on the job. Because it depends if the job has affirmative action. Eugene, it's statistically proven. And like I'm I'm not even gonna argue with you on this and quite frankly, like I don't even wanna hear you say that because I know for it to be a fact. Okay. To date someone who makes you feel like your experiences aren't real Mm. that's tough. I was constantly gaslit in that relationship and like I don't even think he understands it to this day. Hmm. He went to the to the Black Lives Matter protest we had here like last week to document it, to see and like I he's documenting it on Instagram live and being like, "Oh, well, nobody's checked me on my white privilege yet. I guess I don't have white Wasn't privilege." A dude in blackface down there? Yes, and a man, well, no, this was this weekend. No, it was this weekend. Mm-hmm. Was it, it was a, it was a separate protest. No, it was a white man. It was a white guy? Oh. I don't know who knows. He was <laughs> He, he put like, like he put like, like fireplace man. soot. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I was like, Jesus. Like, how insensitive are you? No, and I was like, how did he get there? That's why. How did he get so far in? Because that where was probably, that? Nathan Phillips Square. Yeah, I'm like, that's why I was wondering. I was like, because wasn't the whole downtown crowd? How did the hell did he get there? You know, like I know that I don't believe that my ex was racist, but. To hear him say that, like, oh, like, racism isn't a thing anymore these days. Or, you know, making a comment and telling me that I need to calm down. Or or, or that <sighs> I, I don't know what I'm talking about. Or that, you know, I don't know. It's like, literally, I had to, I didn't even realize what it was until I actually saw a post um, a couple weeks ago. And it was talking about racial gaslighting. And, you know, when... I've when, heard that before. Hmm? That's a term? Yeah. I have it right here. Uh, Examples of racial gaslighting is if someone says... What's gaslighting again? Gaslighting is when you kind of... Actually, you know what? Before I give my half-ass definition, I'll give you the proper definition. The gas. Um, When you gaslight someone 
you manipulate them by psychological means by questioning their own sanity so it's like you you're confident of something and you're telling me and i'm just like are you sure no i don't think so no you got it wrong no you're wrong no it's it's like this and you're just like wait is it oh maybe you are right and i make you question yourself so that's gaslighting someone when someone feels a certain way and they or, or they know something and, and you make them you know a lot of people do that in like a very abusive relationships oh, Hmm? Fun. <laughs> right. So racial Ugh. gaslighting sounds like people saying um, what I said or did is not racist. Um, it was just a joke. Calm down. Oh, but black people can be racist, too. Why is it always about race? Oh, just to play devil's advocate. Huh? Blah, 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 blah. And then they say something racist. Those are all saying black people can be racist, too. Is gaslighting? Saying blank, just I, I said black, but insert whatever people can be racist. Oh, like to. if someone says something racist, okay. Gaslight, basically any situation. Like I said, I'm in a relationship. I'm trying to explain my personal experience yeah. as a black woman to my white male partner, and he's telling me that my experiences are not real, mm. and that what I'm feeling. I'm making that up because society isn't like that anymore. Mm. Telling me those things, that's gaslighting me and making me question like, wait, am I making this up? Is this real? Did I really experience that? And and like that that's gaslighting. Uh, yeah, my only thing with Oh, Jesus. Yeah, my only thing I guess with the relationship, dating someone when it came I just wasn't allowed to meet the parents because I was black. She didn't want her parents to know that was that she was dating a black dude. They weren't white. They're Asian. You know, I was seeing... That was the only um, thing I only had. Yeah, right. You said they're Asian, but that's the thing. Like like I said, Asian communities, they look down on... Everyone's racist. They look down on black people as well. Mm. Yeah. And like, let me ask you, white, Asian, brown, yellow, purple, pink, whatever. Purple. What um, would you feel comfortable dating someone if their parents were racist? Uh... If, be, if they told you that they weren't, but they said that their parents were and they grew up in a racist household, would you feel comfortable with that? Yeah, I could do it. If long as they're not like that, it is what it is. But wouldn't you I be would, worried about like what's instilled in inside of them? If if they're not showing that and they show me that they're not that person, what they are, what their parents are, and that's all I can do. I can't, I can't just because their parents are a certain way. I can't just assume they're that way. If they say I'm not that way, and I'm and it's, no, 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 I'm not saying to assume. Like you, you, I'm not saying that. Like, I don't know. See, the way I look at it is, I, I initially would want to say what you said, which is, you know, as long as they're not racist, who cares? But like the way my brain works is like, if I'm going to be with this person and start a family with this person, these people are now my family. These people who hate me and hate me because of something that I can't control are now my family. Mm. When I have children, that's going to be their family. Mm. Yeah, for me, it, I, I don't know. It, it comes down to it come down to how close they are with their family. Uh, like, if they're, like, super close, then I'm, I'm not going to put myself there. That's going to just be too much stressful and uh, anxiety and shit. They're not that close to their family. I could deal with it. I'd be like, if, as long as you're not like that, I wouldn't care. And it, and it like, and I would tell them I was like, look, I'm not gonna bring my kids around your parents if they're gonna do all that racist shit. If they're gonna do that crap, then no. But like, yeah, I could if their parents. I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna. Uh, no, I could. As long as long as they, if they're if they show me that they're like good, I don't care. I care, but like, I'm not gonna like judge them because of their parents. And, and like I said, if they're super close with their family, 
And yeah, that's gonna be fucking awkward situations, and I'm not gonna bother with that. You know what else just crossed my mind? See, I'm sure you maybe saw the video of. Uh, sorry, her name uh, slips no, my mind, but who cares? I care. Is it important name? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, during the the protesting, a black trans woman was attacked. I think was this in Atlanta? That's probably Atlanta. No, it could have been Minneapolis. I, I really I can't like remember. If I heard her name, I would remember it. Was Beautiful she like woman. Fam- was she hmm? No, but she was she was out there protesting, and they realized that she was trans, and they chased her down, beat her who? up, stomped her. This trans woman. No, who chased her? A bunch of black people <laughs> protesting Black Lives Matter. <laughs> what? Ah, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, and I think it's important that we don't lose our message by selecting which black lives matter all black lives matter yeah that's what yeah man that yeah it's when black that. trans lives matter yeah. black lgbt and, and that's the thing i feel like i don't know why some black people are so homophobic when i don't know man they should look at it like why am i hating on this group for being who they are when people hate me for who I am, yeah. you would think that any sort of minority that's gone through struggle would be very sympathetic with one another. People are fucking stupid. Listen, I'm not going to say that gay people aren't racist, but like in my experience, gay people are a lot less racist because they know the struggle and they're not going to hate on... Have you been on Grinder? They're not going to hate... Well... No well, blacks! Well, that's the thing. So, well... <laughs> no Asians! That's the other thing. So, a lot of... Um, a lot of apps and, and dating in the LGBT community. well no what i was gonna say is overtly racist yeah. whereas a lot of like oh i don't want to date any blacks no asians yeah. whites only yeah. yeah you know what okay you know let me <laughs> I, i'll take back that statement no i didn't mean to say that like everyone, you know what i meant i meant like a outwardly yeah, racist yeah. and discriminatory yeah. but i guess you know what there's so many different ways to be racist it's and to be prejudiced yeah how do you know so much about grinder sir I know a lot you about uh you I'm frequent a, grinder i'm an expert i grind all day ew don't point <laughs> what at else me. was i gonna say i forgot uh look man just don't be a dick treat everyone like the way you want to be treated you know, you see a person, give them a high five. You're like, hey, you're white. I like you. You're doesn't matter. Fuck. Did you fart? Nah, not yet. It smells it, a little musty in this room. It's me. It's me. I worked all day in this heat. <laughs> it's my crotch you're smelling. Sorry right to now. expose you on the. Whoa, you just exposed yourself. I don't give a fuck. I'm a stinky cunt, man. I have a stinky cunty cunt. You know. Okay. Um, Look, man, just don't be a dick. Don't spread open your legs. Can you I'm put your to foot be down? Eugene, stop and don't put your foot on my chair. Oh my god. I just want to air act like, it out. Act like you were raised correctly. I Thank wasn't. You. Raised in a barn. Pretty close. Um, no, I think that for me, I've always, I've always felt less than because of the color of my skin. Um, I think one time last year I opened up to you about that and like growing up and you know, your mom tells you that you're beautiful and it's like, uh, well, you're my mom. You have to, right? And like growing up, there was only one person, my 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 cousin Keisha, mm. who and she she is a light skinned black woman, and like she used to like praise me. Wouldn't say she okay, whatever. She used to praise me for light skinned brown skin. She's not dark skin, is what I'm saying. 
whatever you want to call her. She's not like Mariah Carey, but she's not like Kelly Rowland either. Who's Kelly Rowland? Oh my god! It just please, I don't. I don't know who Kelly Rowland is. Don't judge Destiny's me. Destiny's Child. I don't listen to fucking Destiny's Child. You don't know Kelly Rowland? No. Is she the one that no one likes? No, that's Michelle. Well, whatever. They're all the same. Okay, she's no. She, she's no Issa Rae. She's no Gabrielle Union. She's no like you know what I mean. Those are all dark skin okay, women. Yeah, yeah, Issa, yeah. I Issa. Issa? Issa. Issa. Both oh E or an I. That's spelled with an I. I Eugene. <laughs> I'm not her mother. I didn't name her. That's not important, please, because the message is so yeah, yeah, yeah. important to me. Because it's only recently in my adult life that I've like actually not just gotten comfortable, but like learned to love my skin. Mm. You know, and like she was the only person aside from my mother like i said that like ever made me feel like the way it looked was okay i mm. always felt less than growing up in school you know like not in an obvious way but like comparing yourself to other people mm. and like i don't even know if you completely get it because you're not a dark-skinned black person and because you know within the black community there is yeah, colorism yeah, 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 yeah. you know so it's like being seen as like the least desirable group or a completely fetished fetishized group yeah, yeah, yeah. it makes you feel like you're not like worthy well I, I guess like from the the light skin perspective I guess I guess for like Keisha's the same color as you I don't know why people call me light skin I don't know what the fuck I am but I get I've been called light you are skin. you are lighter you're brown I guess like if you see my chest you're like who's that white man but then like you see my arm you're like mm, okay but like I, I for me I guess you be I guess you had to prove I feel like when you're I guess for me being lighter you guess I had to prove more I guess you know what I'm trying to say. Growing up, my mom always used to say like in life you have to work twice as hard just to prove that you were half as good. Yeah. And like I've I've really found that to be true in my life. I work so hard and like I feel like it's gotten me nowhere. I feel like I I work longer and harder than so many other people and like they just have it so much easier than me in life at work i'm the only black person at my job and i work harder than anybody else and like it's just you know it just it's hard when it comes from within your own group as as well as the outside as well as the media Mm. and like i love that now like dark-skinned black women are really starting to like get their moment pop man because i didn't have that at all growing up yeah no no black woman to look up to until like i was a little older and then i kind of had raven simone and i had t and tamira but they were they're halfway and like i don't know like i i'm so happy now for this generation because i it really is important especially for young women you know like to be seen as like pretty not just pretty intelligent because for the longest time the only dark black the only black women in general whatever skin color they were seen as a sassy ghetto best friend who just had like the the one-liners and the "Mm -hmm," and like all of that stuff they weren't seen as smart they weren't seen as talented they weren't seen as beautiful. They were seen as the comedic relief and like the the, the like the token black person for, yeah. for diversity purposes. Yeah. And like that's what I've been my whole life. 
growing up, like I said, my friend group, I'm the only black person. My work, I'm the only black person. Nobody understands my struggle and nobody nobody tries to. Mm. You know what I mean? And like, I don't know. I just I just think that last week, all of this stuff, it, it is is really just become like a boiling point with oh, all of the chaos. racial injustice. I do think it is necessary, but it's like people shouldn't have to die for people it's, to understand. It, it's a shame, but that's the thing. Humans, we normally don't realize something needs to change until something bad happens. That's with everything. Yeah, normally yeah. change doesn't happen until something bad happens. I look in the mirror and I say, but like, I'm just me. Like, I don't see black or white. When I look at myself, I just see me, right? Like, that's all I've ever known. And like, I don't know why. And I, I, I think that when people say, oh, like I'm colorblind, I don't think people should be colorblind because if you, if you don't see color, then you don't see the injustices. You think, oh, everyone's treated the same because I don't see color. I think you need to see color, but you need to see people for who they are and treat people for how they are. What? What are you looking at? Dog. Oh. Oh, he's on the couch. Um, yeah, you know, because for a long time, like. It really did seem, especially in America, um, that black lives don't matter to a lot of people. Mm. And they probably don't. I mean, like I said, how can you see a peaceful protest and cover yourself in blackface and stand there and smile and just... I'm like, how did he get that far? <laughs> that's what I was so confused. I'm like, how did he get there? You can't... That That's a law. Like, he didn't do it by himself. Cause I think his arms were black, too. I yeah. guess he could. Was of course oh, yeah, he, he could. could. He could. He could. Never mind. Yeah. I hope whatever he used on his skin was toxic. I don't want to hope that. Just, just learn what you did was wrong, buddy. Just. I didn't wish yourself. death on him. Yeah, I just. That's toxic. You know. I don't. That wanna... was literally a hate crime. What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah, I don't want to wish bad things on people. Just learn from your. Situation. I said what I said, and I stand by it. Yeah, just learn from your situation and educate yourself, bud. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know. I don't have any more. I can't think of any more black Canadian experience. Like, my own... I can't think of any. I probably have more, but I just can't think of anything more. No, I mean, I feel like we both shared a lot of our experiences and our feelings on everything that's going on in the United States. And I guess the only other thing I have to say is that I hope that this is the beginning of a positive change. And I hope that the police and these citizens and just anyone who commits these senseless crimes are held accountable i just hope fucking yeah police hold accountable i hope fucking government in general is holding more accountable i think a lot of this whole corona shit that corona's done i feel like that shit doesn't matter anymore um but i hope like i think what this corona shit's been exposing is a lot of bullshit between both sides well well like you said, I don't know. I don't believe that Corona is done. I no one the, gives a fuck the numbers about it. from the protests they haven't been in yet. Because I, and this a month is going to determine how I think day about it. Incubation period. Yeah, this month so. is really going to determine how I feel about Corona because I've been looking at like Texas, Wyoming, and those Ohio, and those countries have been open for a while. The states have been open for a while. <laughs> Nothing has gone up. Like after the Trinity Park thing, I thought our numbers would shoot up after a couple of the weeks going by. Lowest, so like that. This month's gonna really gonna determine my thought process on the whole Corona shit. But um, yeah, man. I think as much as it sucks, I I feel like for most people they feel like the last four years have been shit. And some people has, some people hasn't. I don't know. But like, it sucks that a lot of bad things have happened. But 
it's I personally think it's a necessary chaos. I feel like it's waking up a lot of people to a lot of bullshit. Yeah, you know, I I've, had a I had a friend reach out to me, a white guy who, lives, white who lives in England, who reached out to you. Yeah, I had a white friend that reached out to me too. Yeah. Yeah, and he, I had someone say, "Your life matters." And I'm saying, "Calm down with your white guilt. Leave me alone." Well, so that's what I was uh, gonna get at. The whole white, white people guilt don't thing. don't get calm with your white guilt. You don't need to bow down. I, there was a video of people bowing down to like an apologizing or some shit to a group of. I don't know. I think they were renouncing their white. Just privilege. fuck off with that white guilt shit. For me, me personally, just this be just don't be a cunt. Well, so what I was what I realized. So at first, I was feeling very like he he was like oh you know like he was like oh can i ask you a question like a personal question and like after all this happened i knew where it would go yeah i, when, when I saw my friend message me i was like what oh god what do you want right and like he wants to ask me about my experiences and this that and the next and it's like oh god i don't want to i don't want to talk about this i don't want to just randomly open up and like open up wounds and stuff like that but that's important right no but that's what i realized and then he was saying oh you know i feel so bad as a as a straight white male and what can i do and blah blah blah. and like in my head i'm like my job is not to educate you educate yourself but like like i realized it was the white guilt and at first it was like really annoying it was frustrating to me but then i was like you know what and i looked around and i'm like He's the only person who reached out to me. The only person who is the only non-black person who has talked to me about this. And I'm like, I think that white guilt or not, if someone is trying to do better, I think we need to embrace that and allow them rather than just get frustrated and be like, you know, I I was kind of like, shit, I still don't want to talk about my thing. But he's like, oh, you know, I always hear that you, you know, you always tell me that you're working or you're working hard and like. You know, I, I never really, like, realized why you work so hard or why this or why that. And, like, it's all kind of clicking to me. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, no shit. But, like, to him, it was new. And, like, at the end of the day, I really appreciated him trying to understand. So, you know, just like you, I was a little frustrated at first. And, like, it's not it's my like, job to be responsible for your white guilt. It's not my job. But, just, just don't come in the boom and be like, your life matters. That's, that's weird. I was like, thanks. Fight the power. Yeah, no, my I'm, yeah, my friend, he didn't. Yeah, it wasn't really much like. What does the message say? Yeah, it says, "Hey, bud, I know things have been utterly insane and frankly sickening judges now, but especially as of lately, recently, and I just wanted to check in and see how you and your family were managing. I know it can't be easy by any means, and even though we haven't seen each other in a while, I want you to know I haven't forgotten growing up together. Blah blah blah. Crazy hair day." not doing our math homework and goofing around with our bud human blah 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 he's just just like he's like yeah if you if there's anything i can do to help out in any way don't hesitate let me know i love you but kiddo love you kiddo and i was just like "Eh, don't don't worry about it i think that's very no that was fine when i no his was fine because when i saw it when i saw like i had a dm and i saw i was like oh man and i saw everything that was going on yeah when i saw it i was just like Oh, God, is this going to be like some, I renounce my white power or some shit like that. But it was just, I was just like, oh, you know, like, yeah, it's still cool. Okay, just don't. No, it's, that's sweet. No, no, it's fine. Yeah, I was fine with that. And I was just like, yeah, man, look, I I don't know how I, when I see all this shit that's happening, where I, how I personally stay positive, even with this Corona shit, even when the Corona was started popping off. 
I always think to myself, our ancestors, whether you're black, white, or whatever, have gone through ten times worse. They've dealt with shit a lot worse. And if they can deal with the shit that they had to deal with, we can do it too. We can get through it too. Yeah. That's the way I think. We come from a long line. It doesn't matter what fucking race you are. We all come from a long line of fucking people who at one point were warriors once in their life. Come from a long line of survivors. Exactly. And we're here for a reason. We'll get through it, guys. You know what I mean? Like, we'll get through it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But we'll get through it. That's how I personally... When I saw the corona shit popping off, I was like... My grandfather, my great-great-grandfather lived through World War One, Spanish flu, World War Two, Korean flu, Hong Kong flu, Asian flu, all this shit. And I'm like, my dad lived through, well, he grew up during the Vietnam, well, when was he born? Yeah, he was, he grew up during the Vietnam era, he survived the Hong Kong flu, blah, 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 you know what I'm saying? So, like, when I see that shit, and the, the times that our parents had to grow up through, I look at that and I'm just like, eh, if they can deal with that, I can fucking deal with it. Yeah. It's instilled in me. I have that power in me. Everyone has that storm power in you. It's ingrained in your DNA, so you'll get through it. Buds. I definitely urge everyone to just educate yourself, but more than anything, just love one another, treat each other equally and fairly, and don't be you know, cunt. just live your life as as purely as you can. Don't, don't be a cunt. You know what I mean? Just don't be a cunt. Yeah, I mean, just be a nice guy. That that's one way to put it. That's but it's my true. life motto. Don't be a cunt. That's your life motto? I'm a cunt. Just try not to be a big cunt. Yeah, <laughs> be a I was little like, cunt. how is that your motto when that's literally your personality? I'm a cunt. You but are. I'm not a big cunt. I mean. I got a little cunt. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's a good place to wrap yeah, it for man. today. Be nice. Just treat each other Okay, with yeah. Respect. Yeah, you said it already. You don't need to wrap up every damn two minutes. Just treat each other <laughs> with respect. <laughs> Hug each other. Respectfully, Eugene? We're done the podcast now, so that's enough. I need to get now, a message out. They can find us. <laughs> oh, did we do? We didn't. No, we're not going to do that uh, today. No? Okay. Where can they? Where can they find us? They can find us at uh, this square room. Uh, you know the website thisroom.com. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at this square room. You can follow the my buddy over there, Miss Jonelle Wilson, at her Instagram and Twitter. Uh, excuse me. You can follow me at HugheGB on Instagram. And that's it, man. Just, you know, high fives, hugs. Give each other a cupcake. Don't be a cunt, and, you know, and have a great day. America, chill the fuck out. You guys need to slow your roll. Just change your shit up. You guys need a clean sweep. All right. Thank you guys so much, and we will see you next Tuesday.